I'm Erin Wilson, and you are listening to Inside NC Labor, a podcast designed to inform and educate North Carolina citizens on the role that the Department of Labor plays in state government. Welcome to Inside NC Labor. Uh, Today on the podcast, we have Paul Sullivan and Lamont Smith. Uh, Paul Sullivan is the Assistant Director of the OSH Division, OSH Occupational Safety and Health, and Lamont Smith is the Recognition Program Manager for the Educational uh, Training and Technical Assistance Bureau, which is under the OSH Division. Um, I'm here today uh, with my co-host. Meredith Watson. I'm a Public Information Officer here at the North Carolina Department of Labor. And I'm John Mallow. I'm also a Public Information Officer here at the department as well. Uh, So I just want to welcome you guys to the podcast. Um, We start with Paul. Just give us a little background of yourself, where you went to school, where you're from, how you ended up here at the Department of Labor. Great. Well, thanks for having me. Um, I grew up um, in the suburbs of uh, beautiful Minneapolis, Minnesota, a land of 10,000 lakes, and uh, went to college up there at the University of Minnesota. Uh, majored in biochemistry and like a lot of science majors you know finishing undergraduate I really didn't know what I was going to do if I was going to go to med school or I was going to teach or whatever and so um, I started looking around for a career or a path that would allow me to stay with science and people the two things I enjoyed and I ended up going to graduate school um, in environmental and occupational health sciences at the University of Illinois Chicago Um, So I got my master's there and um, enjoyed the classes and decided I enjoyed the occupational health part of it and the field of industrial hygiene. And so um, when I finished grad school, we had the American Industrial Hygiene Conference uh, down in New Orleans, went down there and interviewed for some jobs. And one of the groups that was interviewing was the North Carolina Department of Labor. Um, They had a couple of, they had a district supervisor and a bureau chief that were there interviewing and I knew I wanted to work for OSHA. It sounded like an interesting job. Um, so after the interview there, I came back for another interview. And um, right after I graduated, um, right before I graduated, I was offered the position um, with, with OSHA here in North Carolina. It, it helps that we were the only OSHA program in the country hiring at the time. Um, but it was post, it was the, uh, after the Hamlet disaster from 1991. And so they had infused a lot of money into our program. And so they were hiring a lot of new um, safety and health compliance officers. And so I was one of the ones that came on board. So right when, when I finished grad school, came down from Chicago to North Carolina and started my career with Department of Labor back on August 1st of 1993. All right, Lamont, could you just give us you know, a little bit of background of yourself as well, where you're from, where you went to school, how you also ended up here at the North Carolina Department of Labor? Well. Glad, glad to be here and um, uh, speaking with you all today. I'm from Lexington, Kentucky, uh, born and raised. I um, received a football scholarship, a full football scholarship to Mississippi Valley State University, uh, where I attended uh, and majored in biology, and I received my degree in biology with a minor in chemistry. And Like Paul, while taking classes, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I thought I wanted to be a physical therapist. Then I thought about medicine. 
And I said, I don't want to spend that much time. So, but I knew I wanted to go back to school. So during my senior year, I took an environmental health and safety class. And there I was introduced to the field of industrial hygiene. I knew nothing about it until my senior year. And I said, this sounds very interesting. So um, for me, luckily, I did my research and found out that the University of Kentucky in my home uh, town and state had a program in the public health department that had emphasis in industrial hygiene. So I went on to finish uh, my graduate work at the University of Kentucky and received my Master's of Science in Public Health with a concentration in industrial hygiene. While going to the University of Kentucky, I worked for Lexmark International, but it was a contract. And when that contract ended, I needed a job. <laughs> and so my professor at the University of Kentucky uh, at the time, he knew and had some contacts here in North Carolina. And he told me about North Carolina's program and how they were hiring and that they needed uh, industrial hygienists as well as safety professionals. And so I took the time to apply for the position and that's how I ended up here in North Carolina. And I started out in the Charlotte office with Paul. Yeah. On the same day. Same day. On August 1st, 1993. In the same office. <laughs> so, like you said, you both started on the same day 30 years ago. And there are clearly parallels in your careers at the Department of Labor. What division and bureau did y'all work with and what was that experience like? Um, like Lamont said, we both started in the Charlotte office. We were in different districts of the Charlotte office and I'll let Lamont talk about his area, but I was in district one um, for industrial hygienists and we covered Gaston County all the way to the Tennessee border. So the Charlotte office was the furthest west um, office at the time. We had just the three offices in, in Charlotte, Winston-Salem and Raleigh. But we covered all the way to the Tennessee border. And so um, it was a great experience. There was a lot of traveling. Um, I got to see a lot of different industries. Got to head out to the mountains and see all sorts of stuff. But probably the, the, the greatest part of it was is that, like the Mont and I starting the same day, there were a lot of other people, new, new compliance officers, new industrial hygienists that were starting at the same time. Some started in you know, January through May, some started a month or two after us, but there was a lot of new people coming on board at the time, and we just were able to kind of form a, a good, you know, camaraderie with, with that group of, of safety and health professionals. Um, and we got to see lots of interesting, you know, like I said, industries and kind of learn the job together. Uh, forgive me because I can't remember the district number that I was a part of, <laughs> but I was in the Shard office, uh, and my district. We covered the Charlotte area out, Highway 74 out to as far as I believe Laurenburg or somewhere out there. And um, again, like uh, reiterating what Paul stated, we had a lot of camaraderie, um, great cohesion uh, between our office, a lot of Charlotte pride in terms of uh, our district, our respective districts. And um, you know, we just uh, had a really good training because we had the co-shows that came in prior to us were really good, really knowledgeable, 
and we received a lot of training from federal OSHA. And personally, I had the opportunity to go out not only with the co-shows that were in the Charlotte office, I went out with co-shows in Raleigh as well as Winston-Salem, which was able to continue to broaden my horizons uh, when it came to uh, occupational safety and health. One thing that's interesting too is is that because we had so many folks, we, we would get along great during the week and doing the job, but then we would have, you remember the Saturday morning football games? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of Saturday morning <laughs> touch football games, and invariably somebody would get hurt every oh, Saturday yeah. morning. <laughs> but we would bring, I mean, there would be eight or ten or twelve of us out there oh, yeah. playing touch football touch. on a Saturday morning. Um, it, was just, it was a great opportunity to work with a bunch of wonderful professionals. Yeah. Super Bowl parties. We did, we did it all, didn't we? <laughs> uh, so, Paul, as we mentioned earlier, uh, you currently serve as the assistant director of the OSHA division. Uh, could you describe a little bit about how you ended up in that position, where, what sort of stuff you did on the way up to becoming the assistant director, and also what that current role uh, is all about? Okay. Um, as the assistant director, my job is to oversee compliance. And so I oversee the OSHA compliance program and also the agricultural safety and health compliance program within the Department of Labor. And so my entire career with the Department of Labor has been in the compliance area. And so um, like Lamont did, we, we both started out as industrial hygiene inspectors or a compliance safety and health officer or a COSHO as it's better known um, for short. But I worked as an inspector or a co-show for about three and a half years when I started. Um, did you know 100 or you know 100 so inspections? You know, learned how to write reports, learned how to you know put together citations and things like that. And then in 1996, I was promoted to the position of district supervisor. So in that role, my job was really to oversee a group of about eight or ten compliance officers, and kind of hire, hire new compliance officers, review their work, manage their overall activities, review case files, make sure they got to the right places to do inspections, um, and then sign off on citations. And then a big part of it was working with employers once we issued those citations. Um, we would um, work with them during informal conferences or if they appealed it and they contested it, we would, I would work with them trying to settle cases, deciding when cases would need to go to courts. And so really I did that job for a little over 20 years. And so that was the, from 1996 until 2017, <clears throat> excuse me, I served as the, as basically a district four supervisor, which is the count of the seven counties north and east of Charlotte. And so it was, um, that was really where I learned probably the majority of what I, what I know now. Um, and then in 2017, I was promoted to the bureau chief, the Western Compliance Bureau Chief, which really was a similar position, just a, a bump up. I mean, it oversaw the Charlotte office, the Asheville office, and the Winston-Salem office for compliance. And I served in that role for about five years until there were some retirements and some changes. And then I moved into the assistant director role, which again is overseeing compliance instead of just for the West. It's also the East and also the um, agricultural safety and health. So Lamont, you're currently the, pro the Recognition Program Manager with ETTA. Likewise, what has your path from compliance to your current role in the department been like? And could you give a description of what your current role consists of? Okay. Um, one of the greatest accomplishments that I really take a lot of pride in over my 30 years is that I have served in three 
of the bureaus within the OSH division. And that means a lot to me because it has allowed me to have a perspective and appreciation and respect for all three divisions. Uh, well, I'm sorry, for all three bureaus. And those bureaus starting out in compliance, uh, transitioning to consultation, and then transitioning into the Education Training and Technical Assistance Bureau. Uh, so I really take a lot of pride in that. I have much respect for all three bureaus. And I have much respect for all of the bureaus within the OSH division, as well as the uh, divisions uh, within the Department of Labor. But um, with that said, when I started out, I started out, like Paul, I did about three and a half years in compliance. And I was fortunate to have the opportunity to transition into consultation and I became a uh, consultant, an industrial hygiene consultant. Back then our disciplines were separated. Uh, when we first came in during the early years we didn't really have safety and health together. We were separated but we worked together but we were separated. So I worked as an industrial hygiene consultant from 96 to about 2001 and then that's when I received a promotion and I ended up moving to Raleigh um, probably in the next year or two uh, I ended up moving to Raleigh and I was the industrial hygiene consultant supervisor for consultative services I served in that role a very short period of time about two years and then I was able to transition in 2003 into the, my current position, which is the recognition program manager. Um, prior to me, I, well, actually I'm the first recognition program manager. Prior to me, there was a Carolina Star program manager, but the name and the position changed um, to include safety awards. So that's why the title changed to recognition program manager. But within that role, um, my overall responsibility uh, over the last 20 years is to be able to manage and oversee the operations of the safety awards program as well as the Carolina Star program. And with the safety awards program, uh, basically I'm supposed to make sure that we're promoting the participation in the program and that we ensure that we schedule banquets, um, we prepare for our awards season, uh, the mailing of applications and purchasing of awards uh, in order for us to have a successful banquet season. Uh, from a Carolina Star program perspective, we have a board of directors uh, in the Carolina Star. So I am an advisory board member. And the purpose of that is for us to put on our annual conference each year but also I need to uh, make sure that we promote participation in the program and that we uh, make sure that we uh, audit files, attract forms, and review uh, STAR consultant activities and review reports as well as working with regional teams in the STAR program. As you mentioned earlier, uh, it's, you've been about 30 years into your career here with the Department of Labor. Uh, what have been some of the biggest changes that have taken place in each of your respective areas? That could be anything from the changes in the technology you use, any policies or laws that have come into effect that have um, 
affected your position uh, and any of the growth and expansion in your fields that has taken place. Especially because you mentioned you came on after mm -hmm. the Hamlet disaster and if you could touch on how that you know changed the way that the way that we operated here at the department. Yeah, I think from a from a compliance standpoint, the the Hamlet disaster really what it did primarily was infuse a lot of money into our program um, so that we could hire new people. I mean, the only as, as horrible of a disaster as that was, the only one thing that good that came out of it were folks like Lamont and myself and a, a number of other safety and professionals came to work for the North Carolina Department of Labor to make sure that workers in North Carolina were gonna be safe moving forward after that. And so we now have what I think is absolutely one of the top um, state plans in the country. Just we, we've got a great compliance group with that we are, we are aggressive, we are good at what we do, but we also have an amazing you know, consultative group in education and training and we have partnerships and we have alliances and we have a lot of cooperative efforts with employers um, if, if I need, and just we've just had this recently, where we needed a place to train some of our folks for some of our new inspectors for confined space, it took me no time at all to reach out to Lamont staff, and they were able to get a hold of one of their Carolina Star partners, one of their Carolina Star um, companies, and they immediately said, oh yes, they can come in, they can, we'll, we'll give them a tour, we'll show them our confined spaces. We have those resources available to us, and we even have companies that are not part of Carolina Star that we have partnerships with, such as companies that are not really partnerships, but more alliances, like with Carolina's Association of General Contractors and um, the utility contractors, NUCA. We have groups that we work with on a regular basis with them um, that I can pick up the phone and call one of those alliance partners and say, hey, we need a location to give some trenching training for our new compliance officers and in a heartbeat, they'll let us know where they're working and we can come out and they'll show us what they do. Um, so in addition to having the strong compliance, we just we have great consultative and other programs that are there. And that's really kind of what, to me, came from that whole, you know, the result of that horrible disaster was that we have become a much better program, you know, over the years. So I'll let you chime in with yeah, some changes. I have a whole <laughs> list of changes we've had over the years. We've seen a lot of things. Yeah. Um, what I would say is the attitude that exists among employers in the state of North Carolina. Uh, when we first started, employers were like, stay away from OSHA. We don't invite OSHA in. We do not develop partnerships, alliances. Um, you know, we're just OSHA proofing. That's if they're even doing anything. So it was a more reactive in terms of the employers. And now we find that we have employers that are more, a lot more proactive in their approach to safety and health. You know, they're taking on, they're participating in our uh, recognition programs, such as Safety Ward, STAR, SHARP. Um, they're working very well, even if it's from a compliance perspective, they're working well with compliance. They want to uh, correct uh, the hazards that was found. Uh, so just that approach and that relationship that we have built with industry over the years, I think is what I've seen change a lot. You know, internally what I've seen change um, in terms of the way we do our work, you talked about technology, John. 
Uh, when we first got here, we had this archaic system called NCR. <laughs> and so we were working in NCR, and it was obsolete when we got here. And we could probably continue to work in NCR for another 10 years, mm -hmm. I would say. Um, and then when I transitioned out of compliance into consultation, it even got more obsolete because we were doing our work in WordPerfect, and our office assistants were located here in Raleigh, and I was in Charlotte. And we would do our work in WordPerfect, put our reports in the mail, mail the reports here to Raleigh for the office assistant uh, assistants to type those reports into the NCR system for us. I mean, imagine that. So <laughs> technology has changed a lot, I think, to be a government agency uh, with our IT department and things that's going on. We really try to stay on top and try to uh, stay ahead of the curve when it comes to technology. Um, so uh, we've, we've made a lot of strides here with the, the Department of Labor. So I do remember when we got our first bag phone Oh yeah, in Charlotte for uh, when we were going on the field, it was a great thing. Yeah. The, the, the bag cellular phone yeah. that we would carry with us and just that's a big of, deal. It was yeah. it was a big deal, and I think we probably still had it up until a couple yeah. years ago. And we so. actually and we actually use maps for travel. We did use maps. That is, we correct. did we didn't have GPSs. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. another interesting change yeah. that's that's gone on over the years is has been the change in the industry in North Carolina. And so one interesting thing with with me starting in the area that I did is is that the Gaston County to the Tennessee border was really big with textiles um, when I started. I mean, I, I really cut my teeth in yarn spinning plants mm -hmm. and textile dyeing and finishing plants and and you just, you would see things there. I mean, in addition to the operations being fascinating, you know, you learn about, you know, opening and, and you know, um, you know, drawing and you know ring spinning and open end spinning and carding and all these different you know parts of the of the yarn manufacturing process but you would meet some incredible people like you would meet somebody who was 75 years old and had been working at the same spinning frame for 55 years um, and you would have a chance to talk to these people about their job and how they did it and, and things like that and that industry is, is pretty much gone now you know you see a little bit of it still but it was really interesting as a new industrial hygienists coming right out of college learning about cotton dust exposure and learning of this industry that is not prevalent in the Midwest. And so it was something new to me when I moved down here, but it was, um, that, that's a lot of that has changed yeah. over the years too. Probably in the Charlotte office, we did more cotton dust sampling than anyone else because of the industry mm -hmm. in our areas that, that yep. we covered, yeah. So from a, the only other thing I wanna mention, from an OSHA compliance standpoint, I also think that we have really changed over the years. You know, I think we were good at our job in 1993. We were learning it the best we could. I think we have a much better understanding from a compliance standpoint now as to the legal part of the job. Um, so much of what we do now, there's a lot of uh, attorneys out there that, you know, representing clients. And so we have to make sure that we're getting it right when we issue citations, especially now that our penalties have gone up. And I think we do, you know, when I look back on what I knew in 1993 as a compliance officer compared to what I know now um, and how we're supposed to do the job, um, it, it, is, it is a lot different now, so. All right, so to wrap up, would y'all mind taking a little bit of time to reflect on the time that you've spent at the department and what have you enjoyed most about your career so far? Because they're definitely not over yet. 
I guess really for me, it, it kind of goes back to when I was um, trying to figure out what I want to do after undergraduate, is that I was looking for something that involves science and people. And I, I really think I've done that. And so, um, you know, that's one of the things where we've been working hard to fill our vacancies. And that's one area that we've started recruiting is people that were similar to Lamont and myself that were that are that are finishing their undergraduate in biology or chemistry and are looking for what to do now. They may not want to go to med school, they may not want to teach, but we're kind of trying to turn them on to the field of industrial hygiene because it's harder and harder to find folks. But but really when I look back on it, the last 30 years have really been about science and people. It, it is the field of industrial hygiene and safety and health. There's a lot of chemistry in it, there's a lot of biology in it. Um, and so you get to work with employers, you get to work with employees, you get to work with great coworkers. Um, and so it's really been about, you know, science and people. And, you know, to me, what's been really interesting is, is that, especially in compliance, that we've added the, in, the investigation part of it. I've really enjoyed the investigations that we do um, and the legal part of it as well. You know, I don't necessarily want to go back and go to law school, but I have enjoyed that part of the job. Um, and then really, at the end of the day, as is, is much fun as it is to do all those things, knowing that, that our job is to make sure workers go home safe at the end of the day, whether we're in a compliance capacity or a consultation capacity or bringing in Carolina Star Partners and, or doing education and training and outreach, we're all doing the same thing. We're all trying to make sure employees are safe. And that, to me, is kind of the over... The, the big umbrella over it all, which is why we're here. Like Paul, the first thing that stands out to me is people. And what I cherish most is the relationships I've built with my colleagues uh, throughout the Department of Labor, as well as the companies, as well as the organizations that I have had an opportunity to build up and create a partnership with. So that's what stands out to me. Um, that's what I value the most. I've always been a people person. I'm always about people. And the fact that I can build these relationships and provide a sense or, or, or a thought that, hey, look, we're protecting the workers here in North Carolina. And that's what means the most to me, that everyone comes to work and goes home in the same condition that they came to work. And so, as long as we're continuing on that path and we have that mission and that goal, I'm going to work as long as I possibly can. <laughs> All right. Well, I do appreciate you guys uh, coming in to speak with us today. It's, uh, it's, been, a, it's been a good podcast. So uh, until next time, this has been Inside NC Labor. Thank you. Thank right. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for tuning in, y'all. And remember, your safety is our priority.